When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. What's up, family? It is that time of the year again. That's right. I'm talking about tax time. So attention, all business owners and high earning individuals. We have something special for you. Take control of your finances with the tailored tax planning services of Magnolia Tax Services. Their team of experts specialize in maximizing savings for individuals and businesses by utilizing the latest tax laws and strategies. On average, they save their clients $17,500. So contact our partners at Magnolia Tax Services today for a consultation and you receive $100 off of your services. Use that link below or go to blackrothrenaissance.com slash taxes. There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice that come with this shit. Hmm. Truly, speak on You're going to lose friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you, then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you, let me get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand, mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart and got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, whatever yeah, it is. It's good if you want to be rich in that business, but yeah. you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm-hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money by income. Mm. Get money by more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that's shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste something food on place. Welcome, everybody, to another amazing installment of the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. It is your guy, David Bellard. We are live in Houston, Texas with my brother, Jalen. How you living, brother? What's good with it? What's up with it, man? How you doing, dog? Dog, I'm doing fantastic, man. At the Wake up early, make a little trip down. Yeah, going, down the start popping down. You know, time, what it you know. do? <laughs> I done came down. Oh, we going to put out a beat this morning. <laughs> No, but no, man, I'm doing good, bro. Uh, good week, always great whenever we get to come in and pod, bro. Yeah, about sure. you? Man, I'm doing good, dog. Good week as well. Uh, find out some stuff. I'll reveal it later, but it's a good week and stuff like that, man. It's it's cool. This is up. This is up. 
Well, y'all, y'all already know, man. As well, I let you know, you tapped in with your favorite show. You a world builder. You've been listening to us for a while. You know how we get down. Make sure that you leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps us continue to grow the show. Y'all know today we got another phenomenal guest on for y'all. I'm super excited about this one today because this is a brother we met actually at the Black Men Summit, like mm. officially, you know, like, you know, you, you meet people online, you talk and stuff, it's cool, but then you meet people in person and that energy is different. And ever since we locked in at the Black Men Summit, bro, it's been a real great asset as a person, real show, real, real helpful in educating us, our community, and man, glad to have him on our show today. This is a brother that respect. A family man, really a pro at taking and leveraging different streams of income and funding to create different streams of income. Our guy that he created, what it was, six six figure businesses um, at Solov too, still operating folks. Man, I got none other than our guy, Mr. Malik Champlain. How you doing, bro? Oh man, what's going on, King? Doing what's good. up with it, my brother? Thank you for joining us. Man, listen, the, the pleasure is all mine. I appreciate y'all for the. The work that y'all do in the platform and look i'm I'm here to uh show up and drop drop and drop gems always bro i already know let's get, to it. let's get to it well malik man i know i gave a brief introduction just kind of let mm -hmm. people know about your story and uh kind of who you are what you do but one of the big things i think we, we're just having conversations that people mm -hmm. really want to learn about is funding right we're trying to get black businesses funded trying to get them yep. in the door so that we can continue to grow so mm -hmm. i just want to start off with like what's the number one thing that black businesses need to get to to have funding to be prepared to get funding yeah 100 percent. uh well one i know we, we usually jump into everything that you need for a bank and what you need uh looking at like your credit profile and things of that nature mm -hmm. but i would say number one we we you gotta have a a business plan right you gotta have a, a plan of action of what type of funding you want what you want to do with the funding? Because when that funding source might ask you some questions. Now we have some revenue, um, some ways that you can get funding that's no doc. And what that means is that you don't have to show tax tax returns. You don't have to uh, you don't have to show bank statements or or revenue from uh, like from your bank. But what we what we want you to do is have a plan so that you know where you're going with it, just in case, right? If you're giving somebody some bread, you want to know, right? And like the bank want to know what you're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. So number one, have a plan. And if you are struggling to write a business plan, right, uh, and you think it maybe it's a little uh, comprehensive, mm -hmm. start with a SWOT analysis, right? And when I mean SWOT, that's S W O T, and it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Yes, and it's very simple. Just what are the strengths that you have in your business? What are the weaknesses? Like, hey, look, there's some partnerships we need to add. There's somebody I need to add to the company. There's employees that we need to add. Maybe the market's a certain way. Looking at opportunities, right? Let's be optimistic. Hey, where are the things that, like, where are people winning at right now? Mm -hmm. where, where's the revenue coming in? Where are you, are you doing your market research? To be like, hey, look, um, you know, the, these people are making this type of income by doing these things successfully. And, or is there a gap? Is there a, a problem that you can solve in, in the industry, right? That everyone else isn't doing. Yes. And in, in that type of innovation, but that takes thought, right? So before you're in it, because once you're in it, you know how it is. It's like a storm, mm -hmm. right? And it's hard to be in something and work on something. Mm. So then we get to the threat, which is which is good, but I don't want you to stay there too long. But you want to recognize your threats, which is what are, who are other people in the street doing something very similar or at the same time even doing the same exact thing, but not with the sauce, not with the, you know, the sense of urgency or what it is that you bring, right? So having that. But getting into what you can do now, 
what you could do now is first look at your personal credit profile. Okay. What I mean by <clears throat> what I mean by that is when you have your per personal credit profile, right? What does your credit score look like? Not just from a number standpoint. And what I mean by that is we can look up our number, but when you look up your number, you want to look up your FICO. Thinking about at your advantage. At your advantage. Now go on credit card and think that's your goddamn credit score. Correct. So, but when you go on Credit Karma, what they're good for is a lot of times they tell you some credit cards that you, that you have available. Mm -hmm. They can tell you like your utilization, what's uh, what's popping up, but you don't want to look at the score because you'll mess around thinking you have a 720. Walk mm -hmm. in the dealership, ma'am, your shit is full 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not so, full 20. <laughs> so, yeah, because you want to go ahead and look at that, that FICO score. Yeah. And then, so you want to make sure you know what your credit score is, but also what is the types of uh, diversity of credit you have? And what I mean by that is, you want to look at the age of your credit, mm -hmm. right? Do you have credit cards open, right? And, and I like to have at least two credit cards open, at least five thousand dollars on each credit card. That's that's something that's starting to show that you have about ten thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. And th this is all on the personal side. It's on the personal side. So the reason you're doing this on the personal side is to get the banks to kind of start looking at you differently. Like, what? yes. So a bank is going to look at your personal credit mm -hmm. score before they go ahead and lend you something. In the majority of time, on your business side, so especially if we're starting out. Okay, I was say, even if it's like no personal guarantee? Ah, uh, I like that. So when you have no personal guarantee, that's usually when you start to get into corporate credit. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, when you're a startup, a lot of times, well, I'll bring it back. Banks like to fund on the three C's. Mm -hmm. Cash, credit, and collateral. So in the beginning, a lot of times you don't have collateral. And what I mean by collateral, you, don't, you probably don't have a, a, a car in your business name or a house in your business name. You probably um, don't want to, you know, maybe you have something in your 401k and we mm -hmm. can do some 401k IRA lending or some personal stock lending and we can do those things. Uh, and I do that with my team and we help people get funded that way. But a lot of times you don't have that in your business. So they have to look at your personal stocks, your personal IRA. Okay. So then that's you go, still the same as personal guaranteeing. Correct. And that's more of that secure guarantee. Okay. Right. So that'd be like any type of funding that that would be wouldn't be unsecured funding. That'd be secure. Because there's collateral. Correct. But on the other end, then you look at cash flow. If you're a starting business, you, you might not, you, A, you probably have either no cash flow or you have limited cash flow. So you're, but you need some equipment. You need some things to get the cash flow going. Mm -hmm. So you can't get lending off that. Then they're going to look at your credit. Now, if you haven't built your business credit up, which we can get to, mm -hmm. you, they have to then go and take a peekaboo and they're going to either go to a hard inquiry or a soft inquiry on your personal credit profile. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. 
Now, when they do that, right, and they look, they want to look for a mature credit profile. And what I mean mature is, do you have a mix of credit? Do you not have all, like, having different, having uh, credit cards with different companies? Maybe having a Chase, having a Bank of America, having a U.S. bank or something like mm -hmm. that. So like a mix of revolving credit cards. Yes. That, and does that, when you say a mix, does it also mean like installment loans, mm. like store credit? Does that all count toward it or? I wouldn't say say store credit, but yes, revolving loans, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a mortgage, maybe even a car payment, right? Having those things. Now, if you have multiple cars, that's going to that's gonna mess your, your debt to income ratio up just because it's more like dead debt. But even like, like having a mortgage and having some time in, building some equity, they're going to see those things as a mature credit profile. Because mm -hmm. I have people come to me, they're like, hey, I got an 802. Great, but all you have is revolving credit. Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. Mm, so it's like you, you have an 802, but your only, your only experience is with this one type of credit. I don't know if I can trust you in this realm. And that's high risk because at any point in time, you can go on a spending spree. There's no equity tied to it. There's, n there's nothing that they can come grab. I got you. You feel what I'm saying? No security type. Yeah, it's unsecured credit. Correct. So, so now that can make you, right, that actually can hurt you if you have too much of it, right? So keeping it, keeping it within like that twenty to 40000 is always great and like revolving. Now, you can get more than that if you have other, like I have some things in my name, right, that I can go ahead and be like, hey, like I got equity in these things, mm -hmm. right? So if I have a home and I got $200,000 worth of equity in it, Right. They're going to look at some of that and go like we good because they can go ahead and put a lien on it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they're thinking risk. So that's when you, when you have a bank. <coughs> Sorry. So after you, you so you're looking at those things, um, you're also you're looking at right, obviously your utilization. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us. Right. A lot of my, my clients that are, that are coming to us. They're going into business first, using up all the personal credit, mm -hmm. using up all their savings, a cashing out their 401k. And then they're coming and asking for help. Whenever they, they use their cash and their collateral and their mm -hmm. credit before they could actually tap, 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 tap into tap. the business credit. So Correct. I, I want to, uh, you said the term corporate credit, mm. and a lot of people talk about business credit. What, what is the difference between those two? What is the difference between corporate and business credit? Man, that's a great question. Um, so good. So when you have, so I'll give you an, an example is that, when you have business credit, business credit is like, you know what? Y'all two like each other, probably got love for each other. But David, how many loans you co-signing for Jalen? Zero. Love you, my many? brother. <laughs> yeah. So but that's a zero. So with that, right, I want y'all thinking about the idea that when, <clears throat> when you have a business, it's his own person. Mm -hmm. So that entity, when you personal guarantee, you're co-signing <clears throat> co for it. So every time you PG it, my fault, folks. So every time you PG it, you're co-signing for that business. So thinking about that, I want you thinking about the fact that now how you can eventually over leverage yourself. So you got $100,000 in business credit cards. You have another $50,000 in lines of credit. 
but maybe the income isn't there in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You can over leverage yourself. When you think about going from business to corporate, what corporate is, is that the business is standing on its own. Mm -hmm. And the way I like to put it is that when you first start a business, it's like a baby, mm -hmm. right? I think about my son and you got to feed this baby, right? You got to do everything for it. So you feed it with your own income to start the business, right? And a lot of people do that now because the business can't stand on its own. Then he starts, he starts to stand. Yeah, they start walking around. Right. Then becomes a teenager and then becomes an adult that can pay you back. And when it's an adult and you've built up that business credit profile, now it can that adult can take out its own loan. It can go get its own fifty hundred thousand dollar loan. It won't be over leveraged because your business would have been grown to the size where mm -hmm. it can actually sustain that. Correct. Okay, so that's that's the business credit side. It's a corporate. Right. So now, when, once you build that business up. Now the corporate funding, right, is that you're gonna go through really four tiers. You hear people talk about, but like there's four tiers of, of corporate credit that you're going to get to, which allows the business to get the EIN funding. EIN meaning right employer identification number. So when you get this type of funding, you never put in your own social security number. So think about any credit card you've ever got. You, you always have to put your put, social in. Yes, unless you're getting like something like the Divi card, right, or you're getting another. Um, corporate credit card that's only going to take your EIN. But even when they ask you, so sometimes these think about these are lenders are going to be tricky too. When you're getting those starter vendors, when you get into those retail vendors, those fleet vendors, they might still have it on the application, right? So security number, just don't fill it out. Put your EIN number in and then do, and then do right. You're going to do corporate funding for those things. So now what happens is it creates a core, it creates a business credit profile for your business. Remember we just talked about having your personal credit profile would be mature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to grow the maturity of your business credit profile. So in the beginning, right? Cause you don't have much. Yeah. You can get office supplies. You can get, mm -hmm. um, right. They talk about Uline, Granger, talk about E-Credible. So, so those still do work, right? Cause I've heard mm -hmm. uh, people say like, you lying or Granger, they're not actually building business credit. Same thing with like gas cards. I've heard that mm -hmm. like with those, you're not building business credit all the way, all the time. Like it depends on the terms of services, right? Well, I, w I would say this. <clears throat> when you get into starting your EIN, your Duns and Bradstreet, and you start a business, mm -hmm. unlike your consumer credit, it you can go and we can look it up for you and you won't have anything reporting until you get trade lines. So these trade lines, they report, right, to Duns and Bradstreet or Experian. So Uline, like Uline, right? They report to Duns and Bradstreet and to Experian Business. And they and when they report, they give you a net 30 term, which mm -hmm. means you had to pay them within 30 days. However, we're always going to tell you, right, in business credit, which is different than personal, with business credit, you want to know that early is on time, on time is late. Say that again, Paul. Early is on time and on time is late. So an example I'll give you is the most known business score rating is with Duns and Bradstreet called your Paydex score. Mm -hmm. Your Paydex score goes from zero to 100. If you pay on time, you'll get an 80, right? Which is good, but not great, right? But if you pay early, you can get a 90 or 100 mm -hmm. Paydex rating, which all Paydex says, it doesn't say anything but how you pay your bill. So when you get these net, net, uh, these net 30s, I often tell people, hey, pay that within 10 to 20 days. Pay it early. And the way I like to relate it is this, right? I own real estate. So I have tenants that pay me. 
uh, when I check my bank account, I got some tenants that are my, my great tenants who pay me on the 26th, 27th of the month. Then I have other ones that pay me on the first. But if you pay me on the 26th, you're great. If you pay me on the first, you're still good. You're just not great. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like that, like getting it early, you're like, oh, I like that. Right? Getting it on time is good, but it's the same thing with the bank. It's, it's about risk. It's not good or bad. It's about risk. Seems less risky if you if you're not waiting till the day the deadline to pay every time. You can just pay whenever you have the money. Right, because a lot shows it, you have a surplus and that you're able to meet your debt obligations. Yes, because you have some tenants who pay you on the night. Right, because for us, at least I know where I'm at. You get ten days. That's your grace period. Yeah, and they use every day of that grace period. Wait, wait, wait. So y'all get like late fees and shit. Hmm? Y'all get late fees. Oh, you do. Right, but you get ten ten days before I put the note. I put the uh, I put the note on the door. Okay, I got you. I got you. I say wait ten days and they ain't paying the late fees. Bro, I'm about to say, man, y'all do it great up there. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, that's you not how that California shit. You know, California you say it's hard to get rid of people. Look, uh, I'm in Connecticut and it, it, it ain't too far off. <laughs> right, but, but I, I don't want to take the conversation off the yeah, uh, back, off the rails. Back to what we were just talking about, like. The payday score, right? Mm-hmm. So that's part of actually building the business credit side or corporate credit side. And the reason why I'm asking, because are they interchangeable? The the terms, yes. Are are do they have different stipulations? I got you. I think that's a that's a great call. They they are interchangeable, as in for what's reporting on your credit. But when a when a bank is looking at something, and they're looking at like the the maturity of what you have, they want to see a mix, right? Because when you think about a question people have to ask themselves is, is my business healthy? Mm-hmm. How do you know if a business is healthy? Well, one of the main factors is that uh, how okay. reliant is that business on the owner? Mm. And number one, from like a payment standpoint, when you're thinking about, hey, are you still as an owner putting the majority of the money in there yourself from your W-2 or your savings? Or is your credit providing most of the credit for the business? Those are things that tell you, right, that you, that you have a business that isn't as healthy as it should be. Then what happens is you go to being like, hey, let me let me go ahead and get some business credit <clears throat> using my personal guarantee. Once you get out of that personal guarantee, though, then you go ahead and get some corporate credit, meaning that I'm completely removed. And the business has to be relying on itself. So they're going to see that mixture. And that's what you want. You want to be able to get to a place because later on, the goal is to get bigger amounts of lending. And like, you know, right, the, the holy grail of lending is SBA lending, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And they're going to look at your personal. They're going to look at your collateral. They're going to look at your cash flow. And they're going to look at your credit. Your payday is, and your FICO. Is that mm-hmm. the four pillars of corporate credit? That would be from like a, at the, at the top level, yes. Right? They, they want to they wanna know. They're going to look at They're going to do a peekaboo at your personal credit to see how mature it is and where you're at. Just because... Right, your personal credit really is a, um, to be honest with you, is, is a look into like who you are, mm-hmm. right, into your character. I would say, I, I do agree. I think um, a lot of times when we have conversations about credit, people kind of be like, you know, that never pay off your debts, train that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Like you, legally, you're not obligated to pay the debts, and I've always looked at it as like, I mean, yeah, you can say that, yep. but what type of person are you, right? Because if you go and accrue a bunch of debts mm-hmm. and you don't feel like it's your responsibility to pay it back, mm. what does that say about your character as a mm-hmm. person? 
mm-hmm. and to me. Like it's like, okay, I went make all this money. I I went borrow these PPP loans, but yeah. now y'all want the money back. Oh well, I can't give it to you. I spent it and you didn't do nothing with it. Like, you know. Well, first and foremost, that's why I said start with a plan. Yeah. Cause most people wanna come here and just want to make money off you. Right? And they're gonna be they're gonna get you there pull drag a toe, right? People got adverse business credit. I'm gonna get you a merchant cash merchant merchant cash advance or something like that. You're getting 36, 40 percent interest on a loan that's gonna be take out weekly. Jesus. Right? So you you see that's the payday. You said thirty six to forty? Sometimes higher. Jesus Christ. And I and I've seen it because that's expensive money. See what we do is we teach how teach you how to get cheap money and cheap high limits. Money. And and the idea is that the reason why I said SBA is a holy grail is because you could look at something, let's say like I said, emerging cash advance, you can go get fifty, seventy thousand dollars, right? And you got let's say you get fifty thousand dollars in emerging cash advance. You might have a weekly payment of fifteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars. Let's say two thousand. That's that's your weekly payment. Right? That's a big stress. You pay eight grand a month. What a loan. And, and, they, and they're getting it directly from your account, right? So now, for that same amount, you can go get you something, right, for two hundred and fifty to to four hundred thousand, right, and get the terms with SBA, and get a way lower rate, mm-hmm. and then now and be paying half that. You're paying three thousand thirty five hundred dollars a month for the same thing, and it'd be like a commercial property. It'd be something that, you know, an equipment that can bring you in something for like construction or whatever it is you're trying to do. Like you beat interest rates with turn. Mm. That's how you like spread it out long. Yeah. So every time someone's coming to you and you're like, you're looking at it, try to spread it out as long as you can. Why? Because it doesn't put the pressure on you and then you can always pay it off faster. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you have a mortgage, like I get it. You want to do it 15 years? Do it yourself. Right. One of my favorite books is The Automatic Millionaire. Add an extra. 15, 20% every time you pay, right? Like a simple goal is 15 years. Yeah, if you pay an extra 10% every every time, if, you, if your mortgage is 1500, you pay an extra 150, so you pay 1650 every month, you'll knock off eight years off your mortgage. Crazy. Right? So like just even something simple like that, but when times get slim, cause it ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. right? Like if you ever written an income statement, right? And you do your balance statement, right? Like per month, you gotta understand, yeah. right? That your stuff, your stuff ebbs and flows. So sometimes it's like, all right, cool. We're gonna go. We're gonna be a little uh, more conservative this month or these couple months because we we in the season. And the other times you like, look, we we doubling up on payments, right? Because we in a place where we can do that. Mm-hmm. So it just it's about. But I'm big on options. I always want my people to have options. So, and I'm guessing with the terms, most people are here that be like, well, you're gonna pay more interest. But you just talked about just paying it off earlier. And then that interest really just won't affect you. Yeah. Like, it just similar to, like, uh, I remember I think my first truck I got, right? We have a trucking business. Mm-hmm. And the first truck I got, um, interest rate was, uh, like, 8.5%. And then it was just like, all right, cool. And, and we were just getting up and started. And then the minute that we, I got, I understood, got some better lanes, got some things moving, then I was able to go ahead and be like, all right, cool. We, I'm putting an extra 500, putting an extra 1,000, right? And then now we we doubling up. And then I missed where I had the truck paid off. Hey, right, and then we, we were in the place where then we went and got two more trucks, right? Like, but with that, we were able to leverage credit. Mm-hmm. But I was able to use my cash because I, I didn't need to save all that cash to go ahead and buy two more trucks. I, I used credit to buy income. 
And with that, I guess when you say using credit to buy income because you already had the truck, did it make it easier to qualify to get the other two? Because you could show like on paper to the banks, like this is the cash flow on this. This is like I have. It's not like your truck is collateral, but you have the yeah. experience. No, it is collateral. That's collateral. And then you know you can show. Hey, I got thirty thousand dollars in the bank account, right? Or I got, right? I got some, I got some, I got some bread here under the business. And then I've been making what? Making my, my payments early, right? Because one of the things that, that we get jammed up on, especially with gas cards or even with certain payments, is not putting them, once again, automatic. Don't think about it. Because what you don't want to do is get it. People tell you to go get that gas card, go get that, um, that, that BP card, right? But then what they don't do is allow you to go ahead and understand that if you don't pay it on time, they're going to hit you with a big charge. And it's going to look funny on your bank statement. It's going to look funny, right, on uh, when you're trying to go get another loan, right, because it's going to mess up, mess with your credit score. So you want to make sure, look, I'm just going to automatically pay these things. That's smart. So I also kind of want to get into some of the things that you might hear on the Internet, right? Like some people say, hey, you can start a business and then you can get funded, yeah. you know, automatically. Mm-hmm. How, how are people doing these things? Like, is this legitimate? Like, what, what's going on with with, with I know you, you mentioned trade lines earlier. Yeah, like, that like they're purchasing like, a bunch of those. Like, what's going on? Trade lines. So I, w- I would tell you this: most people come in, and when they when they meet with me and my team, right? My business is you leverage capital, right? And they, when they meet with me and my team, what they say is this: they everybody wants a line of credit, mm-hmm. right? So f- unless you know, some people got certain relationships, but unless you got two years in, for me, we're not getting you a line of credit. Right. So that means we're going to do some more. We got to do a lot of no doc stuff because you don't have it. However, there's ways that you can with strategy and planning. Right. You can go ahead and get some funding that you need to start that business. Mm-hmm. So uh, an example is right. We helped somebody recently out of New York with a with a trucking company. Mm-hmm. This guy drove. Uh, he drove trucks for 20 years. You know, he wants to go out on his own, be an own operator. So he's starting up to, you know, he wanted to get everything going. He said he needed twenty thousand dollars. So what we did was, but he had his credit up. So he had credit about like a 720. So at like a 720, that's good. And he had some things that was mature. He got he got rid of some things on his credit profile. He had a good mix. So what we were able to do is we actually got him about $25,000 worth of funding, right, based on what he had. And what I mean funding is that we got him 0% credit cards, which we were able then to go ahead and cash out. So you were able to cash out the entire credit card. Correct. We got we got him three different lines. Mm-hmm. So I want to say he got between seventy five hundred to ten thousand per card. So we got him three different lines, and then we were able then to go ahead and put that into his business bank account. But he needed his first. He needed to have his personal credit right, and then you got to go ahead and make sure that you're bank compliant. And yep. let's talk about bank compliance. What do you mean by bank compliant? Like, so what I mean by bank compliant is that there's credibility. Uh, there. Your business credit profile has to be bank compliant in a way that when the bank sees it and they look into uh, how you set your business up, that is set up in a way where funders want to give you, they don't look at you low risk and they want to give you high limits or higher limits than they would. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about what kind of name do you have? Mm-hmm. So he wanted to do transportation in his name. And I was like, let's calm down. The we actually looked <laughs> for a, a consulting business mm-hmm. that he was able then, right? So we, we, had another, we had another LLC that we started with him, that we were able to go and get money into his trucking company, right? So with that, we were able to go ahead and fund it, right? Because you can do that. So we got him funded, so he's able to use that for his, technically his trucking business. So then we went ahead and looked at the name, 
you want to make sure it's, it's not high risk. You also want to make sure with the name that it's actually available, right? That you're yeah. not using something that where the trademark is taken, mm -hmm. where even in your own state it's taken, right? Because that can jam you up down the line. Yeah. People get confused. They don't know. Yeah. Don't want, you don't want to have a name that's super similar to another company. Like right. if I'm New Res, I don't need, I'm New Res with an S. I don't need a New Res with a Z. I might get. Right. Some type of, I might get jammed up that way. No, 100%. Right, because we, we, you've seen it in the personal side, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, junior and senior get caught That's up. That's a fact. <laughs> right? I was junior. They called me for my dad shit all the time. You feel me? So I think, I think with that, then you, you, right, you really look at like, um, man, look, look, what's your, and we heard these things before, but like, what's your business address? And, and, I, and I get it every time. You can use your home, but it's going to be higher risk. You're not going to get as high a limit because you look mm -hmm. more like a mom and pop. Mm -hmm. But if you have an address, an address could be like, you know, you have a local. Um... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, Regis account or Da Vinci or Alliance, or if you even have like a local like um, workstation place, right? Like an incubated business spot that they offer it for like $30 a month. Sometimes other virtual locations offer like 50 or 60. Or if you, you might have your own brick and mortar. You make sure you use those locations and also keep those things up to date. Because when you started your business back in 2018 and then you moved your business, the problem is that you didn't, you didn't tell Duns and Bradstreet. You didn't update the Secretary of State. And now you have a brand new location and you might not even be in the same state. And you ask them for funding, but what they see is two different locations. And then what happens is most red flag, 90% of um, businesses don't get funded because of fraud. Are you a small business owner looking to grow and expand your operations? Are you tired of all the gurus promising getting rich quick and then offering no results? At Black Wealth Renaissance, we understand the unique challenges business owners face in securing funding, and that's why we're excited to offer comprehensive funding solutions in partnership with ULeverage Capital. With ULeverage Capital, we've given you access to the Business Credit Builder, which is a powerful software that walks you through the process step-by-step -step of how to build business credit and guarantees you will secure the funding you need to grow and expand your business. Visit blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding today and get started on building your business credit and securing the funding you need to grow and expand your business to the next level. Again, that's blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding. So when applications go in, mm -hmm. it's more about fraud. Hey, these things are online. You got this address, but you say you're doing business over here. Correct. Big X. Right. And it doesn't match, right? It doesn't match when you put it over here in, in your secretary of state or it didn't match. Another big thing is like when you're going for some of these cards, making sure that when people are like, hey, I, I see this all the time, but like, and, and then I get it from clients is that you might go and get you a Sam's card, mm -hmm. but you had the lady behind the desk put all your information in. Tell help, swing it around. I'll do it myself. Or when they, when they say, hey, can you check this? Really walk through and check it. I can't tell you how many times you've had everything set up the right way, but you asked someone else when you went into the store, or you at, or you went into the to the bank, you had someone else put the information in for you, and you didn't check it thoroughly. And 
like the when you say they didn't check, like it's just like slight misspelling stuff like yeah. that. Misspellings, maybe they put a wrong that one digit off of your EIN number. Zip code. They put the wrong N A I C S code, mm -hmm. right? So like now those things, zip code, right? Those things look like fraud, and it can be that simple why you got denied something, right? So we're just like when you're going down, you're also looking at right, like we you, do you have a website mm -hmm. with a simple description, a way to receive payment a way to maybe even like bring in, you know, uh, collect data for like emails or something like that. But just, you don't need a website really nowadays, man. You need a landing page. I'm gonna be a sack. Like, like in the beginning, you need a landing page. Yes, Somewhere people can come, see who you are, and if need, they can click to get into your list or yes. purchase your product. That's it. And, and shout outs to GoDaddy. They got a real simple website builder. And like, you might know somebody who, who got a connect that could do something for you. I got a, a web developer in Atlanta right now just because of, you know, I've been doing it for a while, but like eventually building that relationship helps you, especially when you're trying, when you got to make those, mm -hmm. right, those changes. But just in the beginning, get a landing page, right? Just it's simple. Um, but just really going through and making sure, right? I know people know it, but making sure you have an EIN, you have a Duns and Bradstreet, making sure that those, those uh, addresses and everything align with your Secretary of State, just keeping those things up to date. Um, and that said NAICS, right? Your North, your North American Industrial Code Systems. That tells the bank, that tells everybody exactly what you do for work, mm -hmm. exactly what your business is, right? And I think that's extremely important. So when I talked about funding, right, the, um, that truck, the truck driver, right, for his truck, we were able to get him funded at 0% for 12 months. So now we got him to 0% financing for 12 months, now we're able to go ahead Right. And and I know I said before, like you, I'm somebody who likes to open up multiple LLCs. But even if you just had one LLC, right, you could start a trucking company and not use transportation in it. Yeah. Right. Like I could have Malik Enterprise. Uh, you know, it could be David. David's holding or, you know, yeah. whatever. As long as it doesn't have like. So I know you mentioned transportation. Uh, I think you said other high risk we spoke about. Like, before. We have real estate. Yeah. Gambling. Is um, another one. Oh, that's a big one. Cannabis, right? Cannabis. Now, so there's certain. Now, it's just very specific banks work with cannabis, mm -hmm. but we want to get you as much lending as we can, mm -hmm. right? So, like that's one. Uh, restaurant business, very specific banks work with that, but we want to get you as much lending as we can, especially like I said in the beginning, because once you're cash flowing and you have collateral and all that, those things don't matter as much. So, I guess uh, a thing that I kind of want to put out with that is you can name your business one thing for like. You know the state side, yeah. but you can always do a do a DBA mm. to actually, you know, say, hey, you know, this is where my business is, so you can get this corporate funded. Yeah. But you can do a DBA yeah. and have your actual restaurant or transportation, mm -hmm. whatever you want to do on that side as well. Mm -hmm. And we see it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. People who own certain franchises. Apple, Apple really, Apple has a DBA. You feel? That's what I'm saying. So, and think about people who own franchises and stuff. Right. It's like, oh, man, we know this family. They own like all these McDonald's. Right. They own the McDonald's, but they're doing business as. Right. So like just making sure that we're, we're looking at that, um, I think, like and how important that is. But for him, getting the, the 12 percent was important because if you have something that can bring you back a big return in one to two years, then this is a great product for, yeah. for you to use. Zero percent for 12 months. I mean, you got 12 months to go run it up and get that money back. Once you get the money back, you can pay it off. Like you said, pay it off over time. Interest free for twelve months. So it's interest free for twelve months. That's a win, and, and it and it is right. 
because if you're doing real estate, if you're getting something like trucking, if you're going, um, there's so many different, like if, whatever the, the play is, if it's going to give you your, your cash on cash return mm-hmm. back within 12. Going back to, like you said, having that plan in the beginning. That's it. And it's just having strategy, right? But, but if you don't have a strategy, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I've learned is that like I had a couple people who in the beginning it's like, hey, look, I got this, this great idea. And I'm like, look, we all adults, right? I explained it to you. You know what's up? Nowadays, like I like to like talk to people more and, and be like, hey, like what, what's your plan with this? Like what, what you got going on? And see if I can add value. Mm-hmm. Right to their plan, or I can give them some structure to like what it looks like to be like, hey, look, look out for these things. Think about like where you're getting this revenue from, right? Like, because even in trucking, it was like, hey, look, well, I'm just gonna go out there into the market. All right, but what does the market look like right now? Like, if you're in trucking right now, you know the market's rough. Yeah. Now, if you have a dedicated lane, you got to connect. That's different, right? So maybe you need a partnership. Maybe you need to get in with somebody. Maybe you got somebody you can lease under. That's a that's a different right. And then maybe mm-hmm. it's not having a plan B. Right. I know when I first got into trucking, man, listen, I had a, a dispatch company that was like, yo, I could get you going. And I was dead set on that. And then it didn't work out. Mm. What was the pivot? Yeah. Because now you can't just sit on it. You got this truck now. Can't yeah. just sit. Yeah. You got a bill that's got to be paid. You feel me? And I think, and this goes to the other part is that, right, we have a lot of entrepreneurs, not a lot of business owners. Mm. Right. Entrepreneur, right. Because there's, there's one entrepreneurs and then there's entrepreneurs. Right. Like there's like the fact I, I want to get into this. But then as an entrepreneur, you have strategy, right? You, you have the idea of like where you want to go. There's multiple things that you want to do. There's a way that you're going to run systems. You're going to have uh, standard operating procedures. You're going to have KPIs. You're going to go through and have uh, monthly, quarterly, uh, biannual meetings and stuff you like that. You're going to be doing the work on the business, not just the work in the business. Correct. However, right, it, just know that don't just – people want – right, they, they, they want the um, – they want the rhythm, but not the blues, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they, they want the, the success, not the sacrifice. Yeah, right? both. When, yeah. And Frankie Beverly said it, joy pain, baby. You feel me? Trying to tell you. And, and you got you to gotta embrace the suck. And when you go in understanding like, yo, I'm going to embrace the suck. But when you go in just thinking, I'm going to embrace the, the Instagram post, right? They're like, I got to show people. I want, you got to know who you are first. You got to know why you're doing this. Right, your, your why has to be bigger than the goal, mm-hmm. right? You have to like you have to be dedicated to something. Like, like for me, like my why is the fact that I got three babies. Mm-hmm. But why is that every morning I wake up to my to my wife? I have a family. I have a legacy to build. Right, that's a why. That's bigger than whatever they talking about. So when like when business punches you in the face, right? Mike Tyson said it best. Right, everybody has a plan till you get punched in the face. What you gonna do? Right, we talked about it before. Right, What's the first doing? trip on my truck. Yes. My my man, right? I left. What left? He left like four thousand miles from five hundred miles, five hundred miles from the house. Right? I'm in Connecticut. He in Virginia, right? He he get there late. Then as soon as he leaves, eighteen miles away, the truck break down. I get to a shop. I fly him home because they said, hey, it's gonna take a week or two. As soon as he lands, he like, yo, I quit. I can't do this anymore. I ain't got no anymore. It's just the first draft. First. I ain't got no backup. I ain't got no CDL. Right? I'm a fleet owner. I'm not a, right? And some people will say, why didn't you go get your, your CDL, your class A? Because just like in the E-Myth, if I got my class A, like a lot of people, that I would go right back to being a technician. Mm-hmm. Because I went into the business and said, I'm not getting it. And, and I have no problem getting it. And much love to people. But the idea is that I'm going to manage this until I can become the entrepreneur where the business can run itself. Right? And when you are in that position, you make yourself have to figure out how to run the business from a strategic lens. 
you got to be a problem solver. Correct. And that's what an entrepreneur is, though, for real. But you then have to be a business owner where you have to lead people. And create the system. Correct. And create, and create the system. that culture. And, and listen, and, and that's where it comes down to. So then it was like, yo, at the end of the day, I, when, 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 the, when push comes to shove, you find out who the real hustlers are. Right? We got, uh, you're an entrepreneur, you're a hustler, you're a problem solver. So when you find out when trouble comes, you find out who the real hustlers are, right? Like, how are you going to figure this out? How are you going to get about this? How are you going to make a dollar at 15 cents? But you know where we come from. So the idea is that, like, because I can't go home and tell my wife, like, I can't do it. Right? I can't go home and tell her that. Bro, I got to figure it out. So we're going we're gonna to figure it out one way or another. Like my brother Neil says, right? It got to work. It's going to work, goes goes. Right? And I think that, like, that's a... Uh, that's a strength of ours. So we got to leverage that. So within three days, I hit, the, I hit Facebook. I hit the team. I was working with a, a, a recruitment company at first. But within three days, my people's just off the referral. And that's the other thing, right? Giving irresistible offers. Yo, look, I'm giving somebody a stat. If they save me for 30 days, you bring them here, I give you $1,000. But that's also why you got to have your funding together. Mm-hmm. Right? So when push came to shove, right, we had that happen. We went three days, interviewed somebody. Well, I had three heads of interview. Hired somebody, flew them out. They were down there a week later. We back on the road. Solving problems. But that's that business. That's a business owner's mindset. Instead of being the technician, I have to be the manager who's going to solve the problem. Understand. And not. But. No, I was just about, I didn't know if you was done with that yeah. part. I just wanted to go to the funding side, too, is yeah, how likely is a business to succeed if they do have the proper funding versus those that don't? With your experience, you know, with working with your clients, how likely, how much more likely are they to succeed? Yeah, it's like a a, a 10x multiplier. Like, when you have the ability to withstand the storm, right? Like, it back in the day when we were hunters and gatherers, right? If you didn't have enough food reserved for the winter, you was gone. Yeah, it's not if, but when the winter's coming, right? Like, it's not, it's not if. If you a business owner, I already know you. Yo, if you still surviving after two years, three years, five years, I know that you've been stacking. You, 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 has, you put some fish away. You put some food away, right? So I think the idea is that you have to go in with the mindset that like, yo, I need to make sure I got reserves. And the other part is like, when I talk about like the idea of, right, entrepreneur to business owners, that when you're a business owner, you have, you're not, I'm not just feeding my family, I'm feeding other people's family. That's a fact. Right, so how am I gonna tell this man that just worked and bust his his butt all week, dog? I, I can't feed I can't feed him and his family. Right, how, how am I gonna tell my employees that? Right, like keep this set. That's not gonna work. But when you a leader, you figure it out. And sometimes when you a leader, and and, and that's for me too. When you a leader, you go into your own pocket and make sure everybody eat before you do. Like we've been negative, right? And I figured it out so everybody could eat. Right, I got back on my hustle. Right, and that's the other part about having. And developing skill sets. Mm-hmm. See, for me, like I, I'm also like do a ton with being an author, motivational speaker. I got real estate, right? So it's like, yeah, if I gotta go refi something, I'm gonna go refi something, go grab the bag real quick, so we can go ahead and get going. But the biggest thing I think, uh, Jalen, going back to your question, to be very specific about it, is that when something bad happens, you can weather the storm. Let's say with a line of credit, with some funding, because you understand that if you did the strategy right that the money's out there, you're just having a problem. And you can get the money later, delayed gratification. So I'll give you an example. We had a, uh, one of my drivers, we had a truck go down. The truck went down for like three months. I paid him every week for three months, right? I paid him, 
Um, I paid all my bills and we bleeding. We bleed the money in, in the company, right? But because I did that, right? And I had the lines of credit and I had to like, I was able to, to pay that money, right? And that was like, I want to say just under $8,000 a month that like I got to pay, but, right? So now we, we $25,000, right? In, in the hole. Mm -hmm. But what I know is once the wheels start turning, we start earning. So I, I have the ability to absorb that for 90 days and then I can pay that back because now I'm only paying the minimum. That's one of the things that I think about credit that people don't consider all the, all the time as well, too. Like whenever you're not using other people's money, you're not using funding or leverage and using your own money. Mm -hmm. You're sitting here and you're playing a zero sum game every time. Mm -hmm. If I got 10 bands and I spend 10 bands on investing in my business. Now I have zero dollars and I got to go hustle that 10 back. Mm. Whereas it's like, if I use the funding, I don't have to get the, give them the whole 10 back right then and there. I can give them $500 at a time and mm -hmm. use the 10 and still keep my 10. Yes. And, and here's the other thing is that also understanding diversity of business credit. So 75%, 80% of what you need, you can get from uh, a, a starter vendor. You can get from a, a, a fleet vendor, you can get from a, a gas, you can get from a, a store credit, right? From a, a, a Sam's, uh, a Costco, uh, an Apple, uh, Amazon card. You think about like office supply, you think about Home Depot and Lowe's, you think, right? Like all the things that you can diversify those things because so many times people come to me, they're like, I need $50,000, I need $100,000. But really you need like 15 to 20. Mm. You might need 10, right? In cash. And you can get funding in these other, other lanes faster than someone's just gonna give you cash because to build that corporate credit that we talked about earlier, you need roughly 14 to 15 things reporting on your business credit, right? As we go through the tiers, once mm -hmm. you have those 14 things, that's a mature, right? Like that, so that, that's kind of like a, a benchmark number. To get start getting cash cards based off of your EIN, not you. Okay. So that's, when you say cash cards, we're talking Cat cards that I can go like how you did for the like a revolving line of credit card. Well, mm -hmm. well, like revolving line or like what you did with the zero percent. Was that from a line of credit or a credit card that you were able to actually cash out with that one uh, mm -hmm. client? And then, and that's a, a good question. So the answer to the first one. So with the one client, what we did there was we leveraged his personal credit, mm -hmm. right, to go ahead and get him funding on his business side. So now it doesn't report right on his personal side, but he does get inquiries, which we get removed by a third party company that we work with, right? And that usually takes about 60 to 90 days. And then on the other, because it's not connected to anything personally. And then on the other end, we were able to get him the funding. However, on under your EIN, we can get you MasterCard, Visa, right? Like all like those types of, like that type of funding. Now the idea there is that you're not, in the beginning, you're not gonna go get $50,000, but you're gonna get some lines and those lines begin to increase because they're, we're, we use cards that actually report. 80% of the, of the cards that are out there, like that American Express you got under your LLC, that uh, Bank of America, that US mm -hmm. Bank, that Navy, those ain't reporting on your business credit. They ain't sending nothing to the really? people that's reporting oh. the paydays. Now, it's good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. It's good from the standpoint of, right, it's not messing with your, your, the income utilization, right, if it's not reporting. Now, now Inc. Business, sometimes they report, but on the other end, it's not helping you build your business credit. What we do is at least we go, we help people do stuff, but what we do is personally that we get those cards that we know are gonna report onto your business credit score so that it's not only giving you funding, it's also helping you build business credit. But I'll tell you this, the one card I need y'all to stay away from, right? And they better not get mad at me. 
but we we I keep people keep having it when I when I check their, their personal credit is that that green spark card from Capital One. Green spark. It's, it's, a, it's always like a green color, but like that's sp the spark card from Capital One. Yeah. Don't don't get that because it's going to it's going to wrong with that one. Because it's going to report. It's, you think it's under your LLC. It's under your name, but it's reporting under your personal. Mm. Right. So, so it's doing the exact opposite of what you want to get it for in the first place. Correct. Because you want to make sure that your personal profile is so clean. I'll give you an example. Uh, in 20, 2022, no, 2021. I did about just over $400,000 in auto financing and equipment loans, mm -hmm. right? I was able to do some of that through corporate credit, but a lot of it came with them having to do, either way, having to do a peekaboo, right? To look at my, either do a personal guarantee or a peekaboo at my personal credit. But because my debt to income is, is under 7%, because I have a mature credit mix, I have age history, I don't have any like delinquencies on it, right? I'm able to leverage that personal credit to go get more trucks, to go get uh, some cars that we have in Atlanta, right, that we rent out, to go ahead and get uh, an executive lease apartment, right, those types. Yeah, so I know you mentioned that there's some cars that you do recommend. Now, could you, would you mind sharing some of those cars that you do recommend for the business owners? Okay, um, so if it's going to like what, what kind of, like what do you build, like making sure the card fits the person, Okay. Mm. right? So one thing is on your personal side, I'll tell you this, What's up, everyone? It's Boss Britt. And it's DJ Excel. If you're a fan of the queer culture and lifestyle, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the No Homo Show. We're a show that shares true stories that are uncut, funny, relatable, and of course, gay from a lesbian's perspective. That's right. Brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. When you're looking to build that up a little bit, don't get charge cards. Number one, because charge cards don't even tell you. Like, you go get that Amex Gold. And I, and I know because I have it on my personal it is that, but I didn't notice at the time, MS Gold don't even give you a limit, right? You have spending power. So it doesn't even help you, right? But it does on the business side. So I gave you an example. Like, so I'm a, I'm a big American Express fan, right? And it's on who you are on the business side. I love like on, on the personal side, like that cash back and all that, that's really good. But like on the, on the business side, having a charge card, right? Which I mean, might mean by charge card versus revolving credit, Charge card being the card that you had to pay off within the month, right? Sometimes 60 days, I think like the plum card that gives you 60, gives you extra 30 to pay it off, but you have it, have it paid off. One, that's a good habit to have. Mm -hmm. So we're beating the lenders, not letting them beat us because they, they want to make sure that we're paying. Well, if you spend that money, you got to make sure you have it. Correct. So use it more like a debit card, right? And mm -hmm. then be able to just, uh, you know, set up a time every week where you just, you, you transfer the money over, right? And you pay it off. But the reason why I like the charge card is that it's like, it's like a muscle, right? So when I use it for like my trucks, right? At first it's like, oh, well you got $10,000 worth of spending power. Then it's like, oh, you got $30,000 worth of spending power, right? And you do the thing where you go online and you like, and it could tell you like, like how much, if you like, you put $30,000, it'd be like, like, yes, we'll accept it. Or they'd be like, no. So you can, you can check it on the, on the site. So and I always say that with the face, because it's like, I remember being like 15,000, 20,000. Right, he's like, oh snap! Then you're like, a hundred. Okay, no, no, no. But as you start spending on it, then all of a sudden it's like forty thousand, fifty, sixty. Right? As you as you it continue keeps. to make these payments, you're building that relationship and showing that positive credit. But with that card, like you said, it's not reporting to your business credit, but it still can help your business grow. Yes, it can help your business grow, and it gives you once again more spending power based off of. I give another example is like. Um, 
like if you have something where you're doing e-commerce, right? You got something with just high cash that you know I'm getting paid, but it might take me 60 days to get paid or it might take me, but I can go ahead and then, and then it's tens of thousands of dollars I'm putting out, maybe hundreds of thousands that I'm putting on this, right, per month. And then it's gonna it's just gonna grow to buy you, your inventory, right? Like so now when you go with to get other things like, hey, look, we about to go do this flip, right? I actually don't need a bridge loan from a hard money lender. I could mess around and right, I could if I wanted to mess around and and, and do some of the rehab myself through my my Amex card. The other part is the points. Now those points add up a lot, a whole lot, but it's based off your lifestyle. I'm somebody where right, I have uh, one platinum card, right, and this is with Delta because I fly Delta a lot. Right, that helps me out, but really, like that, I'm a Amex Gold fanatic, right? But even the cash back, when gas was real high, and I told you we had the car rental stuff, I was running my my five percent cash back. Oh, I need all that just to fight inflation, right? But it's according to what industry you're in, how you utilizing it. Mm -hmm. The Amex Gold is great because I use that for business, but then I also sometimes like there's some there's some business with them personal things that I use it for, right? Right now, 2023, you only get 50 percent for meals. But the last two years it was 100 percent right so if we we kicking it i'm paying the bill because i might i can get a i can get the points b is it i can write it off at the end of the year and there's things that you have to write off when you're making when you have a business plan strategy and you're making income mm -hmm. right those are those are some of the things that you want to make sure you do because once you hit that two-year mark the three-year mark and you start looking for lines of credit you want that revenue funding you want that sba loan you want the uh term loan you want that uh, 504, that 7A loan. If you ain't got your personal credit right, if your business ain't profitable, because taxes tells it all, mm -hmm. right? Tax can't write everything off. You can't want to get some funding from a bank. The biggest thing, though, is, and my, one of my mentors put me on to, is that the biggest thing that you really want to do is if you become, if you're able to be able to prove that you're a full-time uh, real estate professional, then you're able, right, to write off things that then can come back. We talked about it. We talked about it on the last episode, mm -hmm. uh, episode before last with Eugene. He's talking about the uh, cost segregation. Yes. Study. So you you do something like that, and I mean, I didn't see the I, my boy. I didn't see the episode, but what I, what I tell y'all is this. Um, well, I said I said it to refer that he went in depth with it to explain how it works. Right. So back. if y'all want to learn about it, go back and listen to that episode. Right. Do that. So I so I would tap, have people tap into that because I could already tell that, that he probably gave some dope gems. The only thing that thing I got is is that you can go and you might be showing that you only made thirty sixty thousand dollars that year, but if you did it through right through your through real estate mm -hmm. and you're able to show right that you did it through like writing off properties and writing off for the windows for the right all that part, then you can get some of that money back. So you might be able to get $300,000 back because you did it on this apartment building you were working on. You did it on. So you, you can work some of those things out. Um, but I would say uh, cars that I like, like, well, banks that I like, obviously Navy Federal always is right because they're, they're credit union. Um, U.S. Bank um, going with the uh, business in card with Chase. Chase business. Hey, man, listen. They, they be giving some really good limits, especially when you build a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's also something that's big too, right? Making sure you build a relationship with these banks, mm -hmm. right? Making sure that like, you know, you're not, it's not, it's a marriage, right? It's not a one night stand. Like you, you gotta go in and you gotta take them out for dinner a little bit. So that means you might have to have a, a personal account. You might have to have a business account. 
You might want to have like a business checking and savings. Mm -hmm. You want to go ahead sometimes even right before you go funding. One of, one of the gems I get my students is like, yo, put in $5,000, put in $2,500. Five, and 5,000 is a good number because that's the kind of like a benchmark that lenders look at whenever they're looking at your account. Yes. Lenders usually work, banks usually work on 90 day cycles. So one of the easiest ways is to put something in like 2,500. I like 5,000, 25 is the minimum, but put something like that in the bank account, put it into a CD, mm -hmm. right? Make sure that they see that as more like security, right? Like, oh, it's been here for a little bit. They look at it. And then when you go apply and say, hey, I want that line of credit. I want a business credit card. Making sure that like the banks you work with, A, even offer those things. Because there's people who have money in banks that like they don't have any services for them. You know, and that, and then, that, but that also leads you to like some people like I don't have the money or I don't have the credit. Well, if you're looking to get into like me being able to help you get those zero percent interest cards to get the cash out, if you ain't got the seven twenty, seven fifty credit, seven hundred credit score, you could always use your partner's credit. So it might be a family member, it might be somebody that you you partnering with, but we could use their credit under the LLC. So that's the other part. You could utilize that credit to go ahead and be able to get this funding. And then the only thing that goes back on them is they get an inquiry. And the only thing that they need to worry about is as long as you have a good business plan, which you might need to show them, you need to go ahead and be able to go get that funding. So I'll give you an example. Like my cousin, we do some stuff and he does construction, but his credit ain't there. So we wanted to buy, buy some properties. So we, and he wanted to do it under his name, but I was like, yeah, you can't do it. We're going to leverage my credit to go ahead and do that. Now that worked out because it, I, I'm somebody who's going to get me an equity pull in it. Mm -hmm. But on the same time, it's like if it's family or friends that just want to help you out, they could, or you can just do a partnership. And then that also helps you to be able to leverage that to get the capital that you need. But also if someone has cash and they just got it sitting in the bank, you might go, hey, look, can I, let's take 5,000, let's take 10,000 of that. And then we can go ahead and go run this play. That's smart. That's smart. So I did, before we pivot into the last questions, I did want to give you a scenario. So I'm a listener. I, I own a trucking company. Yeah. Um, we're doing pretty well. We've been listening. We picked up on profit first whenever they shared it. So we got cash reserves. Yeah, talk to me. Our, our money's sitting in this office. We got a profit account. You know what I'm saying? We got money back there. We look good to the lenders, to say yeah. the least. I have a relationship with a bank, um, but I'm trying to get fifty dollars to $100,000 in funding. What? Are the what are the last things that I need to make sure that I'm gonna get that money? Okay, so you have a relationship with a bank. Mm -hmm. You want fifty to hundred hundred k, and you got cash reserves in that bank. I got cash reserves in that bank. You got a relationship. Got a relationship. Okay. I got a I got a banker that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not even just let's, let's let's say not even going to a specific bank. What would be the best type of place for me to go to get funding? I got it. So you're gonna hear different scenarios on like like how you want to get it like if you want for like no doc you might go ahead and you want to leverage um multiple banks mm -hmm. right and be like hey look having that relationship with like let's say three banks and then being able to get some funding through all three and then making sure you understand where they're reporting to right so if one you does know, so I, I know something near me right if it's key bank they're gonna do through, they're gonna go through equifax mind you it's also regional always remember that when you hear people talking about what banks go to what credit union? Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's regional. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's the other thing that when so you start. Key bank might go to, to the trans union here, 
and then Florida, it might go to Equifax. It might be the same. It might be different. So you yeah. have to understand your market and where you're at. And don't be afraid to ask when you go there, right? Yeah. So being able to do that. So you'll see that part of like, hey, you're in a good spot now. Go, You can go to them and making sure that if you're looking for like a line of credit, you got to make sure your taxes is right. And you got to make sure your bank account looks right. So the biggest thing is there is just having no like, uh, making sure you always have enough sufficient funds in your bank account and making sure that, you, you know, that you have a, an account there where you, you don't have a lot of small incidentals. You got, you got cash flow in and then limited cash flow out. But like daily deposits, they love, right? So something that's always great is having, um, right, like these like residual passive payments that are always coming in. Mm -hmm. So like I said, for trucking, it's easy because you usually get in you, five, six days, seven days out the week, you, you get in deposits, mm -hmm. right? So it's, that's why banks love that, right? They love seeing that, that, right, that, uh, that money coming in. Um, so I would say really the idea is, is just making sure that you already have the relationship, you with the bank, building a relationship with the relationship manager, understanding the, the underwriting terms, just go ahead and apply for the card and line of credit. Like there's some banks you can go to and you can get both. Right. And it, and it only hits you with one pull. Right. So that, that's the other thing, right? Just talking them through, but as you're building a relationship, you also receive information. Mm -hmm. So make sure you get information on like, all right, how the process goes. So um, I would say the biggest thing for me is just making sure that like, yeah, you do that. Um, and then, but if you're going no doc, obviously that's a credit card. If you're going with documentation, right? You got to make sure you have a couple of those, right? Your, your tax returns are right. And making sure that like your cousin's not doing your tax returns. Right. I know, I know like you, you know, or, 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 you know, you, you got your spouse doing it. It's cool, but like eventually, right. At least start off having QuickBooks, right. Get that in you it, mm -hmm. right. Set that up with your online banking, go ahead and, and tap in with people like, you know, uh, Carter Cofield tap in with my girl. Um, she helped me out a couple of times, Miss business, right. With Brooks Alliance, your big shout outs over there. They like yeah. Shaman, shout, shout out to Shaquana and Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Listen to both the episode. Magnolia Tech Services too. My guy, Eugene. See? Yeah. And, and make sure you work with people who will teach you. That's the biggest thing, right? I love working with CPAs that are going to teach me along the way, right? That, that I can do the, the planning with them, mm -hmm. right? Like that, right now, we're not planning for last year, right? Right now, actually, like I'm letting them like do what they do because this is a busy time. But come May, June, like we, we doing some more planning. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and we're looking and trying to make sure that we have a, a, a strategy, um, but make sure like so the taxes look right based on what my future goals are. So that's why you got to have the business plan, because if your goals are like, hey, look, um, I'm, I'm looking to purchase next year a lot of things. Then you got to make sure maybe you have a little more, more revenue shown versus if I'm not really if I'm just like I don't need to make any big purchases, then I'm going to go ahead and maybe I can I can uh, write off some more things. Mm -hmm. Right. So just just stuff like that. Being strategic, yeah, like we talked about. So, Malik, my brother, definitely has been a pleasure. I'm going to pivot to the last few questions that we have for you now. So, for me, uh, I want to ask, what's a financial principle that you live by to ensure that, like, you're securing your wealth? Oh, I'm securing my wealth. Um, I would say that I live by is that... Uh, it's, I almost want to pull up. I'm just gonna pull it up because I was uh, I was on a flight and um, I was writing it down and we was right there. First, all right. First, you trade your money for time to get income. Then you trade your money for time that gains you leverage. Then you trade your money for more money that gains you freedom. 
So just my, my you know, my, you know, you know, seeing your phone, you just be vibing. So, yeah. That's good. That's so, deep. Can you repeat that one more time? Leveraging your time. Leveraging your money to create time. Then leveraging that. No, leveraging your money to create. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you keep it. So, right. As a, when you work a job, right. You, yeah. You, you're trading your, your money for time. Right. Uh, to get income. So, like, or. Sorry, you're trading your time for money to get income, mm -hmm. right? Then you're trading your money for time when you start a business, right? You want to make sure that you're that you're buying your time back. You're buying your time back. That gives you leverage, so you can do higher leverage things, right? And some of the higher leverage things is just time with your family, bro. Time with the people you care about that you love, because you can't get that time back. Right. And then you trade your money for more money, right? Uh, and that gains you freedom. And that's when you get into like, right, like the cash flow quadrant. Mm -hmm. We kind of went from employee, self-employed, business owner to investor, right? So you put in so you can get more out. I like that. I like that. For sure. So one, one of my first question is, are you frugal or are you a flexor? Oh, oh, um, hmm. I can't be both. He's a frugalexer. I mean, let's keep let's keep it let's keep it a set. Um I like spending money that comes from money I like I don't like spending money that comes from money I directly made. I like I like spending money that comes from passive income I made. Mm -hmm. And that money I I definitely will flex with. And I think it's my flex is different. Right, my flex is taking the kids to Disney, right? Bringing the family to Spain, right? Like, I'm a family man, so like being able to, you know, provide for my kids in a certain way, right? And experiences, like, so if, if that's a flex, then yeah. That's what's up. My second question is, what are you doing to build and pass down wealth for your family? Ooh. So my. Something I learned a while ago was like, yo, there's no rules, right? And and for you talking about to life, to like to all of it, and that there's no camera following me. So like the number one thing I, I I started to learn was like, yo, if I don't quit, even when I fail, I take no losses, only lessons. And then when the lessons comes, compound interest, because those lessons, right? Uh, a strong storm makes you a skilled sailor, right? Uh, oh. A windstorm make trees grow deeper roots. So for me, once I I feel like once I learned that understanding, like I stopped caring about the immediate and started just being all on like a lot of delayed gratification, and I leverage everything. And if you know anything, like I think you leverage for the you leverage capital for the business, but like I leverage everything so that I can make more income to buy things that eventually allow me to put money into my kids' fidelity account that allowed me to um, buy into more real estate, that allowed me to start uh, different revenue streams. And then I would really say, to keep it funky with you, that there's, we have regular, like we make money and then we build sustainable wealth. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, generational wealth, but I focus mostly on regenerational wealth at this point in my life. And that idea that like, I wanna give my, my kids, not just the money, but the blueprint. See, the money gonna go into trust. I don't trust them, right? I trust but verify. Like, when I'm gone, right? Like, I, 
Yeah, I got some stipulations to touch this. But I need to show y'all the blueprint because that's always going to be strong. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody take that away from me. Once you got the blueprint, you got you can make you can keep it or multiply the money. Yeah, like when my daughter comes with me and she's eight and and we go and I got two older ladies that I still like. They love like making cookies and giving the kids stickers and I bring my daughter, my eight year old or my five year old, uh, with me to go do that. And she's able to ask certain questions now. They start to the eight year old, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, yo, like that. We used to, like we used to live here or like I know the spot, like. We own this? And it's like, yeah, we own this, but there's compassion and capitalism. Like, we give people a good place to live in, but at the same time, they pay us for that. So when she sees me get the rent money, I have accounted now. I'm like, oh, this ain't mine, right? Because she's like, oh, we're rich. I'm like, nah. So this goes to the mortgage. This goes for taxes. This is how we pay this. This is how much we net. And then what do we do with this money, right? We don't go, we don't go spend it like that. What, what can we put it into? Where does, what? You like, you like that doll or you like these Nike sneakers? Let's buy some Nike stock, right? Let's look into some of those things, right? Now her brain thinks differently, mm-hmm. right? She came to me the other, like the other time, the other week, and was like, yo, I want to start a, a business. And I'm like, oh, you want to start? Yeah, I want to do like a little cooking show, and I want to show kids, you know, how to bake, bake cookies. And okay, you got, a, you got a title? You got a mission statement? What, what's your vision? Where you want to take this? this right? year, what's your, what, what opportunities do you have? How much money you need? How you gonna pay me back? Right? And she like, all right. Came up with a name. Well, this is you know she had a little with a shark tag. She had little yeah. We started looking it up on the trade. Like, oh, we can't use that name. You gotta. We added right. And it was just. I think she wanted to do like Wonder Cookies, and there was like a kid out of California that had it. And we were like, she's like, I want to do Wonder Blast Cookies, and I want to name. Okay, so how's that gonna resonate with you? Right? And we just started going through, and we spent time at night doing that, and we just made a project. And we're still working on it. And it's like, cool. And you go, she get. And then she hit me with, like, I'm going to have a QR code and it's going to show. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's regenerational, fam. Right? And, and when you talk about your legacy, that's everything. You know, like, I don't get to live a, a, a million days. Right? I only got so many summers left. Right? And it's not what I, like, I love my family. It's not how I love on them. It's what I leave in them. Right? Like, that's, that's what good. matters. That's good. So my last question is, do you have life insurance? hundred percent. And, and to the point of, uh, I remember when I, when I, you know, I had a couple of dollars, right? Just cause I was like, look, I, my mama ain't going to bury me with, you know, no turkey dentist. But when you start understanding, right? Like what's the fastest way to, to generate wealth is real estate and life insurance. Right? So one, we have a life insurance plan on my mother, me and my brothers that we pay on. Right. Not not saying that we want anything to happen, but the idea is that everybody's got to die. Right. And then I and this idea that that money is going to come down and help our children or or her her grandchildren or her great grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a that's a whole vibe. But the other part is making sure that I increase my money as I have more kids, because it's not just about what we have now. The first I got to cover the things that we had. Then I had to think about how to cover my income. Then you got to think about. Right. Like, like I think in a way of like I'm thinking. I got a couple of college. I got two girls. I got a couple of two weddings. I got a couple of the first call. I got a couple, right? Like, right, because when you a father, right? Especially with girls, like you, you, you signed up. And I want a couple of all that. I want to take care of like that. That's my role. That's my job, right? That's that's what gets me up in the morning. But even if I die, I gotta make sure I got a plan, right? That lives longer than me. Mm. That's good. That's true provision. Mm. I like that. I like that. Well, Malik. 
thank you for coming through my brother thank you for flying out to h-town to come kick it with us please let the people know where can they tap into you where can they follow you keep up with anything that you got going on yeah we're gonna make a special announcement after this too so all right number number one um so my name is once again it's malice champlain uh my business is you leverage capital uh, where you can find me um, is at Leverage with Malik uh, on Instagram. You, uh, we got a website, youleveragecapital.com. Uh, we have a free uh, downloadable four-step guide to get you set up for your business credit. So go to youleverage.com, get that free four-step guide. That is the very first thing to well, get you. Three ninety-nine, bro, to get you started. Why? Because we gotta get our people there. We gotta get y'all going. And then if you want some free tips on that. Leverage with Malik on Instagram, five, six days a week, I'm giving you gems all day, right? The, the game is to be told. Thanks. Like, I, I, I'm giving you bars. Um, and never mind, right, our partnership that we got. Yes, yeah, yeah, right? We got, look, you leverage yes. is, is, is. You leverage is powering the financial funding side of Black Wealth Renaissance, man. We're trying on, to get y'all out here and get y'all pockets together, man. I heard us mention it before. Uh, blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding. It takes you to you leverage. And can you tell them more about the amazing business credit suite, man? Man, listen, we have a online platform uh, that gives you 24-7 access to not only setting up your business credit, your business credit profile, but also going and making sure that you go through the steps. And we do that in a white glove, tailored service. I'm talking hand in hand, where we have a team that works with you from Monday through Friday. They're available from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. You're, you're getting this unique selling position because we want to make sure you get there and it's an open book test versus you shooting in the dark to go ahead and get your business funding. So I need you, right, to tap in with the team right. and also see what they don't show us, which is us collaborating, mm. right? Because these, these are not my competition. This is my resource. Appreciate Thanks. it, my brother. And uh, so the announcement that I wanted to make is in April, we're going to be doing a boot camp together as well. So I just want y'all to be on the lookout for that um, and be really, really tapped in. We're about to get y'all ready and get y'all prepared to take everything to the next level. Yes, sir. So look, y'all interested in that boot camp, y'all make sure that y'all fill out this questionnaire for us, guys. So this is where I need y'all to go. Go to blackwealthrenaissance.com slash leverage. Again, that's blackwealthrenaissance.com slash leverage. Fill out the form and it'll help you stay tapped into everything we got coming up. Man, listen, y'all look, y'all some dope brothers, yo. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate, appreciate you, my you. brother, for sure. Nah, no problem, gang. Thank you mm -hmm. so much for coming and joining us today. Uh, any house cleaning? Nah, I ain't got no house cleaning. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. Once again, make sure y'all leave us that five star rating and review. Make sure you like and share this with somebody. Share this with a family member or a friend. Continue helping us to grow. Until next time, this is Black Girl Friend Science signing out. Peace. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.